スロットドーンシュMm, mm, mm. Uh, sure, I suppose that does. Is it one of those things? Is it like one of those B sides that you. It doesn't, Dan, does it? You can be brutal. Shouts. No, no. I mean, sometimes you love to hate things. So I guess that song is that for you. <laughs> it is. I love to hate it. I love to.、Mm. You gotta hate it, but you love it. So shouts to Paul、uh, Bort, who I guess won't be able to. He's gonna miss out on the stream, but he was first. Uh, David Zaney, of course. Neil Henderson's with us. Ant. Hi. Stuart Stapleton. Severus Snape. Severus Snape. Dumbledore. Snape. Okay, so we got、Snape. Severus Snape. Severus Colin Pierce. Snape. Stuart Stapleton. Ivar Winterholm. And Night of Dragon and Slowcoin. All of you guys, please give us a thumbs up. There, we got 20 people in the chat、well, so thumbs far. Thumbs down if you want. We won't judge.、Um, but if you do thumbs、I'll、down,、judge. at least invite at least i n v i t e somebody else to the stream that, so they can give us a thumbs down too.、Oh, yeah. And we could just increase our numbers. <laughs> Uh, just、um, uh, make a comment on the podcast that I talk too much about JoJo. That works too. Well,、uh, let's start with Dan for updates、uh, since he's always,、okay. I think he always goes last. What's up, Dan? What did you get? Hi.、Uh, yeah, so for the third week in a row, I have a new、uh, My Dress Up Darling pickup today. It is the Blu ray release of the,、uh, the English version. Of nice. My Dress Up Darling. Can I see、uh, the back? One of my favorite anime. It just came out like a couple days ago, and the tracking said I was going to get it next week. So I'm like, oh, I'm just going to break my, my、uh -oh. three week streak or my two week streak of getting My Dress Up Darling things. And、uh, no, it came today by surprise. And I got the limited edition, of course, because that's where I put my money. And、uh, it came with a cool art book、uh, and a. A little sticker, which a、uh, set of stickers that got a little mushed on the edges, that's all right.、Um, a calendar and、uh, a bunch of、uh, art cards. So, very nice. I like it.、And、you know, it was only like 20 more bucks than just the regular Blu ray to get all this stuff. Right.、Uh, and you know what? I'll tell you what,、uh, real quick. The art book is not just. You need to show the art cards first. You show who are, the, who are the girls on the cards. They're all the、show. same girl, but of course,、okay. my dress darling is. Well, actually, no, there are a couple other characters too. See?、Um, you're lying to us again, Dan. What's up? Sorry, I know.、Uh, lying to、so, us.、Yeah, this is, this is、uh, Marine, but in one of her, her cosplays. But then this is like her. <laughs> oh, I didn't realize we get NSF friends. My bad. <laughs> no, and it's just a little, a little saucy.、Um, this is like one of her friends, Juju. She's, she's in an outfit. That one's much less saucy. And、uh, Juju's little sister is dressed up like her favorite character, who happens to be a boy. Uh, in that particular. Looks、uh, like Kaji from、uh, Evangelion. Uh, yeah, and then they did a couple of neat、uh, Halloween and Christmas themed artworks of Marine just for、uh, funsies. So, mm -hmm, yeah, mm -hmm.、Uh, they're pretty cool. I like、um, it. I like it. I forgot. Well, oh, yeah, I was going to say the art book it isn't just an art book, it also has、uh, some interviews with the,、uh, the Japanese voice actors. 
from the anime. And it also has a, a really extensive how-to on how to make your own cosplays, because that's mm -hmm. what the whole thing is about, and how to take good photographs, right down to, like, here's all of the vocabulary that you need to know about f-stops and oh. uh, ISO levels and stuff like that. And just it, it really gets into, like, technical stuff uh, about all that. And it's really cool. It's it's uh, I've never seen an art book that went into kind of like real world applications of stuff that the particular anime is about that's awesome so yeah very happy with it it's, it's really neat nice that's it what sounds I really got. cool I, i'll probably have to watch that since i suck at all those things i'm pretty bad at like iso and camera like you can ask the you can ask all the horror stories about me giving footage to uh to pandemonium and him like being like what is this garbage you're giving no he doesn't say that but like i i'm just really bad nicer at that. about it yeah i don't i don't know i don't know how to yeah he does it in a nice way he lets me down easy but yeah, he uh like i'm really bad at that sort of stuff like i don't know how to f fix iso like that i don't know what the right mm -hmm. iso is with that or because mm -hmm. yeah. you have to bounce the iso the lens focus the aperture it's like it's like a bouncing act like sure. how do you make it mm -hmm. not look crap but i don't know these things because i never took classes well rule so of thumb like... is if you have a faster uh if it, if you're shooting like uh sports or anything like that's that's like really fast you want to yeah. close the the shutter you want like a high shutter speed but then that means you need yeah. to bring more light in right so and mm -hmm. if you have a really slow shutter speed then you want to uh, have less light right i think that's I think what so, it is yeah, yeah. Uh, right yeah yeah so if you want to overexpose something for example you might slow the shutter speed but then um you're going to be bringing light in over a longer period of time or something yeah it's like, yeah. It's yeah, like you just need more light for that so you need to get better lighting for the low levels and stuff mm -hmm. it's interesting i just mess with it and i'm like just do it till it looks good yeah which it usually does kind of i mean i shot the video on that panda video the the PRGE and the other one, the interviews. They look great. So, I mean, it didn't look yeah, bad. They looked so great. I, I, I thought those and videos came out great. Speaking, speaking of cameras, David Zane in chat says that I need to let my camera focus. I'm, I'm sorry. It is as focused it's as it's going to get. It's, yeah. it's just an iPhone 13 focusing on its own. And it's it's just really like a lower resolution. It is capable of higher resolution. But it, when I'm streaming through Discord, uh, which is how we're patching all this together, um, I cannot choose my resolution like I can if I were just like recording a regular video. Yeah, yeah. Right. So, well, I actually yeah. think I think that it, if you shot your video in landscape, it might help because then I could zoom in on you. I think that's part of it. Is what I'm actually I'm doing is I'm taking a screen grab of I'm taking a screen grab of your of your portrait video scaled mm -hmm. in OBS. And um, with if I if I zoom in on you, then you have no space on the right or left, right? Because your portrait. Mm -hmm. Whereas Pat, I can zoom in on on his image, and there's plenty of space on the right and left to kind of work with. So maybe yeah. are you are you able to shoot? And this is for like a next time trial. Are you able to shoot in landscape mode? That might actually solve uh, the yeah, problem. Yeah, the tripod that I'm using is able to shift like that maybe to a landscape. That would, yeah, we should mode, try that next time. I don't know time. if Discord does that like i don't know if discord will oh. allow that hmm. you know it might just yeah. be a vertical thing because yeah discord makes all of it more complicated, I, i've done it much. i've done it uh on mobile i've done it with the android phone i know you're using the iphone right but it might yeah, work. the iphone version is different in some ways than the uh, android one i okay. guess uh yeah, we could we check one. it out next time yeah yeah we can try anyway we can try after the show yeah Maybe. Maybe. Um, we'll figure it out i'll be here anyway, any what, other updates what did you guys uh no i oh, have nothing else what did you guys pick up or do you want to go first cool this Pat? 
Sure, I picked up a bad review on our uh, my other podcast, Spirit Hunters. I didn't discover <laughs> oh, no. it. Apparently, it was a year you ago. You picked was up guy... a bad review. Yeah, uh, let's see if I can get the, the... Basically, what happens is that we make a lot of JoJo jokes on that because we love JoJo, and it's like a right. thing that like Hunter Hunters and Tagashi in general with Yu Hakusho like, reference a lot of JoJo stuff. Yeah. It's like, I got a review that says... Stop with the the goddamn JoJo references. Whoever that moron is that won't shut up about JoJo, please, for the love of God, stop <laughs> speaking, stop existing. Uh, oh my God! Yes. My God. Talk about a little bit, okay. uh, little a little bit of a harsh harsh review. Um, yeah, a little bit of a harsh review. But yeah, uh, I didn't know. I don't know how to take that, so I'm just gonna ignore it. Even though I'm bringing it up on another show, but uh, he won't know because we're not bringing it up on that show. But I he mean, doesn't watch this show, so he doesn't know I'm talking about it on this show because it's two different shows. So um, I mean, you should take that to mean you should reference JoJo more. Yeah, yeah definitely. Do it to piss yeah. him off. I, I mean, but stopping, who is this person anyway? Like that doesn't like just JoJo. Some, I don't know. Just person some lacking taste, I guess. Yeah, no good taste. Dude. Seriously, come on. But yeah, no, it was uh, it was pretty funny. I was like, okay. Um, yeah, that's that's some review. So I think that's the first review that's told me to stop existing. Honestly, I'll, full disclosure, so, I don't listen to the other cast that much. I have caught cool. a couple of, you know, but I don't watch I don't watch Spirit Hunters regularly. So half of the stuff I wouldn't you mean know. Hunter Hunter. Sorry, yeah, Hunter Hunter. I don't I don't uh, I don't watch Hunter Hunter regularly. So I've never I, watched. It. I wouldn't know half of what you guys are talking about. But just from a from a like outsider perspective, I, I listened to your most recent episode, and you sound like you know more than anybody else there on that thing. <laughs> you were also you were also Jeez. preaching the gospel of soccer awards, so I approve. Yeah, I mean, I'm all <laughs> about too. soccer awards. Yeah, no, I was talking because we we covered the play that they did, the Hugh uh, Hawk show play, right? And we we're talking about like the stage plays, and I was right. saying, yeah, we should. There's the a stage soccer play for, awards one. Yeah, no, but you sound you sound like. I mean, no offense to the other guys, but you do sound like one of the more, more knowledgeable dudes on there. So, um, considering I don't really know that much about Hunter Hunter, uh, um, I, I think you guys sound good. And uh, that, you, guy, yeah. that guy's crazy. <laughs> but, yeah, you know, know. Uh, that's just the internet. Knows. It's just the internet, you know? You're always going to yeah. get folks like that. So Somebody's going to have an extremely strong opinion about something, and they have to share it. So I mean, you know, just how Sam, the platform works. Sam, the SSG, he told me that I have, like, all sorts of haters. So I don't even care. Like, I don't even want to no, think geez. about it. Dude, you yeah. know what? The fact that we have haters means we made it. I, I you know. <laughs> yeah, or, you or, or, yeah, I mean, like, we, we're we have making likers, it. We have haters. <laughs> yeah, everyone drink the haterade, I guess. The haterade. I mean that's Haterade. just yeah that's just the internet and the bigger that you get the more it's gonna happen so. Mm. But yeah, I wish more happened, but nothing really happened. I've been painting some dollies, but they're not ready for for the for the showtime yet. Mm. So <laughs> I really I don't really know what else. Uh, yeah, not really much of an update. Like I said, it's been a kind of a slow week. Yeah, a little bit. Yeah, same for me, for, for the most part. Um, I did have a pickup though, and this was just uh, this was not something I was planning. On. It's like one of those things where I don't know if. Other folks can relate. You're going through eBay listings, and you just happen to see some. I have like Sega Saturn saved, right? As like a as like a feed, you know. And every once in a yeah. while, and so I found I saw this game come up. You can, it's keying out when it, the light shines on it. That's oh, weird. But, it, yeah. So I found oh, this yeah. game uh, posted for like twenty bucks, right? And that it's was like Virtual Fighter Kids for those of you Virtual Fighter to Kids for folks listening. This Virtual Fighter Kids, which is one that we talked about recently, and I mm -hmm. think Pat. And I and Nick and and Peter, I think Ben was on there too. We all kind of agreed that it was like 
definitely not worth full price even back when it came out uh, because did we released that already i can't remember oh yeah we did yeah we did we were t it was talking about like the latter day 3d fighters i think is what it was called yeah. and yeah. this was one of those games where in japan it made sense as like a a way to sell uh, Java tea and stuff like that, you know, and it was like a clever little, you know, make right, them all they had that like collaboration kids. going on. Right, exactly. They had that collaboration. It was the Energen drinks and the Java tea, and it was kind of like a budget title, you know, it was like not as expensive. Here it came out, and they were just like looking for games that they could put out that weren't rpgs because they just didn't want to give us rpgs yeah. right so they gave us this and it's you it's literally not it doesn't feel like a full game it just feels like you know like something that it they feels like an extra it an feels like you know? it should have been tacked into like pat said this i think is it should have been part of virtual fighter 2 right or exactly, it, should, or it yeah. should have been part of uh Fighters Mega Mix, either one of those. Or it yeah. should be like one of those budget mode. releases, like a yeah. nights, the the Christmas nights, like or one of those yeah, things. like a gift giveaway, or like a yeah, exactly, like a twenty dollar yeah, game, nineteen ninety nine game, or something like that. Well, anyway, that's they what, sell for like forty or forty dollars, uh, fifty bucks, US? like forty nine ninety nine. Yeah, it was oh, geez, so it was like a full full price. full price release. Well, full so Ish. like a lot of games were fifty nine ninety nine. A lot of Saturn games were like fifty nine ninety nine, and even sixty nine ninety nine if they were like two nice. di two disc or four disc games. But this was like mm -hmm. forty nine ninety nine, and and it's really not worth that. And I didn't even want to pay it now. Like it, it, when I see listings for like forty bucks or fifty bucks, I'm just like, it's not worth that. Mm -hmm. But is that but on yeah. the reg, like a hundred or something like that? Oh no, no. I think I think typically this is like a forty to sixty dollar game. That's uh, not. I mean, it's not good, but it's not awful. I guess. But yeah, for me, I was like, if I find someday. I'm not going to try for it, but someday if I find it for cheap, I'll grab it because I think that it's it's cool. Like, it's got some stuff going on, but I'm not, you know, and, and I think we said it was like a nice little party trick. It's like one of those games you might bring mm -hmm. out at a party or something like that. Because the the characters, they can't punch very far. They can't kick very, they have a very short travel on their attacks and they move really, really fast uh, because they're kids. So anyway, there's that. You know what um, I just thought of that's uh, kind of funny is... I had a uh, Mercari, the like online, uh, the app that's like an online retail. You, it's sort of like eBay. People can sell their mm -hmm. yeah. stuff. Yeah, yeah. It's like a Japanese thing, right? Or is it like a Canadian? Uh, thing? No, it's in it's in the United States. Mercari. Um, okay. Oh yeah, no, I use it yeah, yeah, yeah. I know Mercari. Yeah, Mercari. So uh, they gave me like a coupon mm. um, that was going to expire today. So I'm like lying in bed late at night last night. Scrolling okay. through, I've been like looking at stuff for the last couple of days, trying to make a decision because it's just too hard to pick one thing, you know. Right. And finally, I'm like, you know what? Uh, I'm finally going to buy a uh, a King of Fighters '95 uh, ROM cartridge because hmm. one thing that I always thought would be kind of cool once I got my my Satiator, um, which I've had for a few years now since it came out, is that uh, it would be cool to have the King of Fighters '95 uh, ISO. You know, on my SD card. Right. But of course, that game it requires both a disc and the ROM. The, the ROM cartridge. Right. And it's like, okay, so it would be cool to like have the ROM cartridge, you know, uh, and then like play the game off of the satiator. Right. In conjunction with the, the cartridge. I just thought that'd be cool. And I just never picked up the cart. Some, so now you I got know, it. I just, uh, yeah, I never got around to it. Uh, so somebody was selling it for like $15 oh, on nice. uh, Mercari. And I'm like, uh, okay, I have a, I have a $10 uh, coupon here. I, I'd pay five bucks for the cart, sure. So I, yeah. I bought it. And then uh, who messages me today? 
but um, a member of our community, uh, Chrono Lee, mm-hmm. who has been selling a bunch of his Saturn games to uh, several of us. I think Synth has bought some mm-hmm. games off of him. Yeah. Uh, he messaged me, goes, hey, so you bought this cartridge off of me. Do you want me to throw anything else in there? You know, is there anything else you want to buy from me? Like, here's my all the other stuff I have before I, like, ship this out to you. Really? And I'm like, holy crap, I didn't even know it was you. <laughs> it's so wow, funny. what a coincidence. But now I'm faced with another dilemma because I'm like, okay, do I want to get anything else? He has this huge list of Saturn games. I'm like, oh man, I don't know. And Dave made me think of this with his uh, his Virtual Fighter Kids there because he has loose copies of Virtual Fighter Remix and Virtual Fighter Kids right. for like fifteen bucks each. Uh-huh. Yeah. Uh, which isn't bad. No. Um, none of his prices are like unreasonable. Sure. Um, they're all like fair market value. And it's like, I do have real uh, standalone copies, just like loose discs of Virtual Fighter 1 and 2 mm-hmm. um, for the, the Saturn. Uh, but I don't have Virtual Fighter Kids or Remix. And it's like, maybe it'd be kind of cool to get one or both of those as, you know, just mm-hmm. like a, a collector standpoint. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I have like a, a full copy of Fighters Megamix, the Japanese version of it. Um, so you have that, and of course, I've got uh, complete copies of my favorite game, Fighter uh, Fighting Vipers, right? Uh, in both English and in Japanese, mm-hmm. uh, I had to have those. Um, but yeah, so I don't know. I'm thinking about it. What do you guys Did think? You buy it? Should, uh... Well, no, I definitely. Well, I bought the the cartridge, but like I said, Crown Lee like messaged me on Discord and was like, "Hey, do you, do you want to get anything yeah. else? Go pack anything else? Out. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, because right. well, Veterans yeah. Day tomorrow, so he he can't really ship anything out till Monday. So like, I, I mean, you could. Weekend. So 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 is he bound by Mercari to ship like within a certain time? Because you could just tell him to hold it, and you could add stuff later or something like that. I don't know. Um, oh, like, I don't want to make him hold on to it forever you know, well, how, how about this dan how about you let me know uh let, let me know what games you want from him and maybe santa might you know <laughs> for christmas well here's the thing like one of the things he has is like complete in box sky target which is a game i would want because yeah. it's got you've music talked from about David sky target yeah yeah like it's a cool game i like the game it's it's a fun game but i, like, I love right. the music too but it's like he wants 70 dollars and I'm not saying he's unreasonable for that. Uh, it's probably what it just goes for everywhere. Yeah, Sky Target um, is Sky Target but, had a lower um, print run. Can you message run, me on Discord, yeah. please? But it still is like a little more than I want to pay for it. You know, like I don't think I've paid more than forty bucks for any Saturn game, like a physical um, Saturn game. I just go Discord, for like low hanging fruit. Yeah, I mean, so I'll... yeah, Pat, if you want to get me a good Christmas gift, get me a get there me you Sky go. Target. Sky Target. Hey, Conley, uh, send me a DM on Discord. Uh... <laughs> Send that to me immediately. Thank you. Yeah, see, Slowcoin <laughs> says uh, Sky Target's sweet with a mission stick, uh, which I don't have a mission stick either, so there's another Christmas gift idea, but that would be cool to try out. So okay. Santa, might, Santa will probably do one or the other, but probably not. So, uh, probably not. So both, Conley, but... Oh, it was Conley in the chat? Yeah, Chrono yeah, Lee, right Chrono Lee okay. or Chrono Lay <laughs> is Conley or Conley. Conley in chat. Yeah, okay. I guess it's the same. I, I... That always throws I, me for a loop when you got people in our Discord yeah. who go by different names like uh, different names. Slowcoin, yeah. Double Dime, you know, yeah. Well, there um, you go, Conley. I'm I'm considering uh, maybe fighters or um, fighting uh, God if I can say it right. Uh, Virtua Fighter Remix, or maybe kids. Hey, still has the uh, we'll still see. has the registration card on it. Loose. Funny funny thing is, nice. uh, Cronole, I, Cron, how do how do I say that anyway? Cronole, yeah, Conley. He picked, Conley. So he just picked up. Uh, he just Thank picked you. up a, a factory flub, or I don't know what you want to call it, like oh, a, yeah. a blooper of. Uh, what game was it? It was uh, Legend of Oasis. Yeah, Legend, was of Oasis. Legend of Oasis. Okay. Yeah, and in 
it, it's legit. Like, as far as I'm concerned, it is legit. Um, it is one of those deals where they just forgot to put the pages inside and they didn't staple it either. And they folded it. It's machine folded. Um, it, the, the, like all the photos that he sent me, I'm 99.99% sure that it is, uh, like a genuine, like rare factory flub. Those things happen. Would it be possible to put it up on screen for everybody off a of discord or is that, uh, screw things up? it could screw things up. Yeah. I, 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 on the spot, well, I wouldn't know how to do that on the then spot. Then go check the Shiro discord because there are, um, a bunch of photos. Yeah. It's in the general, I think it was in the general <laughs> chat or in the Saturn yeah. chat. No staple <laughs> holes, no innards, just, um, and, and that's the thing is that it's rampant in the, uh, what is it, in the repro uh, scene to do the lazy, you know, just cover mm. kind of thing, you know? I mean, that that's, that's the, it's cliche it, uh, that all the Etsy sellers do that. That's basically uh, what, the, and there, there are some repro sellers that are starting to actually show some initiative and put in the actual manual pages now. But I mean, even then the print quality is really low. It's usually inkjet or it's like some crappy laser printer. Um, and the mm-hmm. papers, the paper stock is always wrong and everything, but no, he, I, I don't, I think Sega Steve was even like, Hey, I'll buy that from you <laughs> right? because I mean, that's, that doesn't happen very often, but when it does, you know, it, you got something there. Yeah. So that's uh, cool. Jer- Jer- Jerry Kicks said, uh, what do you guys think of the odds of a Saturn Shinmu build being found? Um, mm. I'll put it this way. If there's a Saturn Shinmu build that's, that's playable. Uh, that's released. I will eat. Not, I will play and beat not only Mr. Bones from start to finish, hundred percent, no cheating. Like, I'll play it. I will also eat the manual. Mm, yes, oh that's right. Boy. I will on live stream. I will eat the manual. I will buy a, a full U.S. copy of Mr. Bones and I will eat the manual on air. Well, I'm glad not that a you joke. didn't. I'm glad you didn't say this about sacred pools about a year ago. Right? <laughs> yeah. Be up I, on I don't want to eat any sacred poo. In terms of sure. in terms of chances. Um, I think, I think it's probably like 50, 50. I don't, here's the thing. It's not lost. I don't think it's lost. Like I think, Mm -hmm. I think Yu Suzuki has a copy. I know at least one of his teammate members from that time has a copy. It's out there. It's just a matter of like, will somebody come forward with it? Maybe they're under NDA. How likely is it that these Japanese developers are actually going to be willing to, uh, you know, publicly distribute something like that because Mm -hmm. they're, you know, they could get slapped with some kind of copyright violation, Mm -hmm. uh, you know, in Japan or something, or they just might feel like it's just disrespectful to do to their former employer. Uh, so I, I feel like the chances are a lot lower than 50, 50. They may not. (laughs) Well, the thing is, so, yeah, I mean, I I guess I understand what you mean, but it might not, there's enough people that had a copy because according to the according to the game developers conference that he spoke at he gave mm. a build to like everyone on the team to try out and give them their impressions and stuff like that so there are mm. there are like numerous builds um well if that's the case then there is a chance that like somebody, somebody you know right? somebody leaves it behind in a house when they move or somebody dies, you know, and then it's like their possessions just get sold off to right. whatever yeah. or it gets thrown out and then somebody picks through the trash and finds it. And then all of a sudden it gets out. So, okay, maybe, maybe it's a little better than 10%. I didn't realize that many people potentially had this. I mean, at the point that, yeah, like 
Hmm. I mean, it's a handful of people. Okay, it's not. It's like a hmm. small okay. room of people. It's not like a load of people, but it's still, two hundred employees. No, 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 no. We're we're talking about like probably ten or less. But I mean, still, that's a team of people that had had a copy of this. So you know, not and there was. I think somebody in the forums, like SSG, said they had a, a bulletin move on Saturn. Yeah, yeah. That's and and I mean, that's the thing is, uh, Sam was like dead serious about it. He was like, they they showed me it hmm. working and i was like wow okay and then they they disappeared from those forms so that kind of makes it hmm. seem kind of sketchy but the fact is the fact is it's definitely out there i mean we saw a video of it uh on the you know dreamcast right. and the xbox, the xbox release and it really just release well um so wasn't it also wasn't that footage also uh unlockable in the dreamcast release as well uh, I don't know that. No, I don't think so. No, you don't think so. It's on Xbox. Okay, for so, Shenmue too. Because so, yeah, that's what I thought too. And then somebody was telling me like, "Oh no, it was it was unlockable in the Dreamcast version too." And I was like, "Okay, <clears> that's news to me." Sounds I like a yeah. schoolyard rumors. <laughs> it, yeah, uh, but but again, I've been I've stood corrected before, so I don't know. Um, yeah, Shenmue two. It was on Shenmue two on the Dreamcast is what I'm talking about. Like, w- right, was Shenmue two did come out on the Dreamcast right. in Japan and Europe. Right. So uh, somebody told me when I said that it was just that I thought it was just on the Xbox version. Somebody was like, "Oh no, it was on the sh- it was on the Japanese version of Shenmue two that came out on the Dreamcast." So, mm-hmm. but I don't, I can't verify that because I have not, uh, I've not. I can't verify that. You haven't played going, it. Yeah, you don't know. I, no, I've I've played it. I just haven't unlocked that or no, seen it. No, I like the Japanese Dreamcast version. Have you right. played that? I've played the so I've played I've played the PAL version with the mm. yeah. So I've I've played the PAL version, yeah. basically the import version. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. But um, mm. n- needless to say, I don't know. Whoever asked, what are the chances? Yeah, maybe it's less than fifty percent, but it's really just a matter yeah, of time, cakes. you know. So yeah, well, maybe... I mean, I, I feel confident to say that that like my offer still stands. If that is found and <laughs> released, I will play, be, play and beat Mr. Bones 100%, and I will Amazing. eat a copy of the manual. Like, that I would will be eat the manual. That would that would be big mm-hmm. a big deal Just in the Saturn community in the Saturn <laughs> yeah. scene. I think that would be bigger than a Princess Crown release, uh, English release, right? Like uh, if that. Yeah. But like I said, I will. Like I said, offer still stands. I'll make a full video of it too. Like. That's that. That's your reward if you release it. Is me suffering immensely. But I don't and know. Eating a friggin' manual. So have like, fun. Culturally speaking, I don't know if they would, the Japanese that is, and you Suzuki would geek out about it as much as we do. Like we, I, I consider it f- amazing that they got that running on the Saturn. Mm-hmm. I don't know if they would consider it kind of embarrassing because it like wasn't their best or like they did mm-hmm. better. Just look at the Dreamcast version. That you know, like why, right. why, why dwell on this when you have the Dreamcast version, right? But like we dwell on it because it's just insane, right? Like it's insane yeah. that it actually happened, that it actually existed on the Saturn, you know? Because we're nerds. <laughs> You know. <laughs> we are indeed. We are indeed. <laughs> anyway, uh, what what what's up? What should we we should talk news? I guess uh, maybe. Yeah. yeah, we got a couple things up, so we can talk. Yeah, about... we got to start with your uh, archive interview with Segalord X, right? You posted that on Saturday. Segalord X uh, was that up? Oh yeah, uh, that was okay. So yeah, um, this was what we hinted at last week on the show is that we were going to be yeah. uploading this. Uh, Thankfully, what what are you doing, Pat? <laughs> I'm tickling his beard. You want me? To, oh, okay. I thought you were gonna have me give you some more space so that you could no tickle I want, the beard. I just want to tickle SLX's beard, dude. Come hey, on. Okay, here you go. I'm gonna, I'm gonna let it you. Looks tick. very there. You go. Scrunchable, doesn't it? There you go. Now you... let's tickle. Let's tickle his beard, Dan. 
Okay. I'm sure he'd enjoy that. <laughs> like, oh, yeah. There's yes. gonna be a video of that now. Only on Shiro Show. Only on Shiro Show. Yeah, we're gonna do a clip of that. Uh, so, so mm. yeah, this was back. This back in 2018 that Mel joined us, uh, early days for Shiro, um, just for an interview on his, uh, you know, channel. Uh, this was like, this was as he was coming back. If folks don't remember, like he was around and he had, you know, several hundred subscribers. He's around YouTube. Several hundred subscribers. But and he was coming up, and then he did like this review of the CD console, and that really was a whole controversy in and of itself. Not mm -hmm. necessarily Mel's involvement, just the CD console it was essentially an orange pie with stolen uh, emulators and stuff like that. Yeah, and, and whether you had to, like download ROMs and stuff to get it working. It was, I mean, it was a pain. It was the dark days of the internet. Right. So is, what did you say? 2018. So it was basically just an orange pie with a CD drive attached to it i mean 2018 was the, was that 18 19 20 that was five years ago that's five, five years, yeah, ago. Five like years ago. ago yeah so it's like 30 years ago in internet terms this was this was actually believe it or not this was like concurrent almost almost the same time as uh the polymega or retroblox was being uh like promoted oh god that and was a fun so so again like this was people were legitimately looking at the cd like whoa Look, this is the same thing as the Polymega, and it's a lot cheaper, right? You know, and it was cheaper because because it was the build quality was terrible. It was garbage, and it was just basically garbage. And you had to download all the BIOS files, and you had and you're you're basically using. I don't know. People argue about this whether or not they really needed the blessing of the LibRetro and RetroArch guys because technically those are open source, but. Again, mm -hmm. like they, those guys were like, they didn't ask for permission. They didn't even say, Hey, is this cool? And so they were just, instead, we're just like kind of openly hostile and we're like, we're just going to use this whether you guys like it or not, you know, so deal with it. Mm -hmm. And so for that reason, they didn't want to promote it. So it, it ended up, it ended up going down in smoke. Obviously it never came out and his channel closed um, on that note, but it wasn't because of that. It was a real coincidence. You know, he, he had uh, medical stuff that he had to deal with, you know, and the channel was just causing yeah. him a lot of stress. So he, he shut it down, which he subsequently apologized for. He was like, that was not the way to do it, you know, but, um, you know, sorry to everybody who was like caught off guard by that. I was one of those folks. Um, but he came back in April of 2018 and it's just been, you know, Cranking uh, that out, yeah. Cranking it out, cranking it out ever since. Uh, change kind of changed the format of his videos to a degree. The best wording of that I used. Sorry about that. <laughs> but I couldn't think. Of, he was like, he was like putting out content. Yeah, and and sure and one was. of the, one of the best things about the interview, which I definitely think is worth folks <laughs> listening to it. I wanted to put, I wanted to put this out before, <clears> and <throat> I couldn't because the quality was just so bad, and there was that that music track underneath it. But thank <clears throat> thanks to Pat for saving everything. Uh, he had the original audio files, so we were able to put this up. Nice. Um, and folks can listen to the story about um, how Saturn saved Sega Lord X's life. Like it, it basically, yeah. it was. It, he was he, he, he went got through pretty deep there. He went through a <laughs> he, he went personal. through a serious depression, and the Saturn represented the one thing that he could just focus on and say, "Hey, I'm not going to be big picture. I'm going to be very s small picture." Like. All I want to do, my life's goal right now is just to save enough money so that I can buy this console on day one. And that exactly. was like, that's like a way of like getting yourself out of the, out of the quicksand. You know what I mean? Cause you need like a board, you need something, a rope, something to hold on to so you can get out of the quicksand. Yeah. So you can even start to like, look at the bigger picture. Right. But as he did get that job, several other pieces fell into place, like a friend, a best friend, 
uh, you know, uh, a girlfriend who ended up being mm -hmm. his wife and everything. So, you know, it was a really awesome story and it was just like, we weren't expecting that, but Pat and I were just like, wow, uh, how do we follow that? You know? So yeah. it was, it was really cool. It's a, back. <laughs> it's, a, it's a portion of like a two hour podcast where we talk about what could Saturn do. Mm -hmm. It was like called the what if cast with, with the uh, Sega Lord X, but this is just that interview portion of it, which I think is really streamlined and I like it a lot. Mm -hmm. It's mm -hmm. still pretty long. It's about a 45 minute interview. So it's still pretty long, long lengthy, but yeah. Mm -hmm. But I think Still, that's such think yeah. Good. That's such an important takeaway too. That if anybody is struggling with depression, which is incredibly real and um, it's crippling sometimes, um, it's just mm. to be just to remember that there's folks out there that care about you. Like his mom was like, you know, he he was living with his mom. She was like, get out the house and try to you know put your life back together. Just find something. Just find something that you can focus on. Right. And I think that's really mm -hmm. important, you know, that you, you can, you don't have to feel bad about that. If you're, if, if your goal is just to be like the best smash player or something, you're like, okay, I'm just going to work at smash for a while. That's my life. And uh, it doesn't, you know, it doesn't matter what other people say. It doesn't matter if it, if it seems like a, a silly goal or something like that, just, just having a goal is all sometimes it takes to, to be able to work yourself out of that and then find, you know, you know put yourself on a path exactly put yourself on a path for success yeah. you know and he did so that was an excellent story so that's all yeah, that's really, really all it. it was you know i'm glad we're going to be putting some more uh we've got some more material for the archive interviews coming up so it's going to be cool. fun yeah. we're digging deep into the archives we still i still got a bunch of them the one thing i do want to do though is that i want to see if i can find the files for the magic knight rare earth playthrough i did with sega lord x and clear back in the day and post mm -hmm. up because it was really insightful because he talked about yeah. importing the games back in the day mm -hmm. like importing it like how he went about doing that and i thought that was a really cool story and if you like that stuff i think it'd be a cool like a uh, a cool like a uh, what's it called a uh, supplemental thing yeah like, you should I, I completely forgot about that that you had that but that's right you should uh, if you can dig up that audio that would be great to put out as a supplemental podcast yeah, I'm just worried that it's lost in the Facebook Facebook uh, oh. Facebook gaming archives. Oh, so yeah. If it, if it was Facebook, then they deleted it a long time ago. I noticed with mm -hmm. mine, like a lot of my streams that I've done, they're like, oh, it's this old? I'm, we're deleting it. Not enough people watch it or whatever. <laughs> you know, like. Yeah, you, you actually saved the one I had the. Um, what was it? You saved the, uh, the my first playthrough that I, before I did Shiro, the Metal, Metal Slug one. Yeah. That was cool. And you put that on this channel, so that's there. Oh, good, good. Yeah, I was able to kind of uh, salvage some stuff, you know, but um, I, it's so sad. Certain things just, I don't know, You uh, Facebook just did the, kind of this, like, across the board, like, Bowling, deletion yeah. of a whole bunch of content. And, I mean, there that's all I can say speaks to the fact that you cannot expect any of these social media companies you know twitter or x or whatever or even youtube Keep any of your stuff <laughs> they're just hard exactly. drives folks they're just servers yeah. you know if they go down or you know if they run out of space like they're gonna they're gonna go where the money they're is gone, and if they're not making son. any money off of your video they might be like yeah, yeah. we're gonna just delete this hope they don't notice yeah. so gotta have yeah, redundancy so, so yeah i'm gonna search the archives to see if uh if i somehow managed to record it I don't know why I have, I have like thousands of videos of player unknowns battleground. I never played this game once, so I just did a broad search. But I'm gonna look through the archives. I think I have it on my drive somewhere. I yeah. will find it, and it'll be awesome. Probably nice. not, but what? There's so much garbage on here, dude. Peter did a uh, Peter did a best of Saturn for Prisoner of Ice. Yes. 
And this is this this is the game that recently got a uh it's the Lovecraftian, you know, uh Cthulhu mythos thing uh, that got a recent uh, uh translation. Translation, yep. That's right. Um <clears throat> Yeah, it was originally on PC. It was a, a point-and-click adventure game. Right. Um, and like a lot of other uh, PC adventure games that came out in the West, it got a port on the Saturn, but only in Japan. Mm. Um, you know, just as an aside, I wonder if they did that a lot because um, not as many people in Japan had PCs at home. So it was seen as kind of like a, a blue ocean, you know, a, a mm. market that was ripe for bringing these games to while, you know, there, there were more PC owners in the West. Mm. Uh, so, you know, it's like, okay, a lot of people who have been interested in this game probably had the opportunity to buy it on their PCs already. So it's not worth it to bring this, uh, this console port out in that territory, you know, yeah. we'll just bring it to Japan where nobody has a PC. I mean, and I, I wouldn't know. say nobody has a PC in Japan. I think I think what it is it really comes down to is space being at a premium. People couldn't, yeah, well, couldn't yeah, really, couldn't really, not even afford, but they couldn't, they couldn't manage to have multiple items taking up space in the house. You know, you had a PC or maybe you had a console like that. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, you know the artwork in here, and I think I've said this before, is that it looks so much like a beneath a steel sky. Like when I look at mm. this top shot right here i feel like i'm looking at a scene in beneath a steel sky and i wonder <laughs> if the artist i i haven't looked at the moby listing so i don't know if it if there's any crossover but definitely it looks very similar to beneath a steel sky but um yeah this is another one on my bucket li or not bucket list but like my backlog of games that Your i need to play because it's up Your my alley bucket list it is up my alley like i i i am interested in these kind of like point and click adventure games kind of like monkey island but like yeah. in that in that old classic, you know, when they were good, basically, because <laughs> <laughs> they used to be good. They used to be. Neither of you guys play that yet. Good, yeah. Like beyond uh, a test. Prisoner of Ice. Yeah, Prisoner um, of Ice. I've not unfortunately tried it. I, I do really want to try yeah, it out though. I I started up a little bit. Um, you know, when the translation was coming out, uh, to take screenshots and kind of right. check it out a little bit. But mm -hmm. yeah, I, no. I haven't like given it a proper playthrough. Right. Same. Mm -hmm. I put it on my satiator and again, it's like basically on my, I have a, actually like a folder that's like backlog. <laughs> yeah. I have to just find the time. You know, uh, Peter says that this uses the Saturn mouse too. So that's pretty cool. Yeah. Finally, another use for the mouse besides, uh, a broken version of Cr King, uh, Crimson, uh, was it? Uh, was it called Cr uh, Death Crimson? Uh, Death, Death Crimson, Crimson yeah. yeah. Man, we shouldn't even mention the name of that game on this yeah. stream. They're gonna copy it. Oh, I know, right? Because there, because there's this Japanese media company that owns the game, apparently. Um, no. By the way, uh, no, double... no, that it was. Isn't it because they uh, like some company did their own like footage uh, where they were playing right. death crimson right and yeah, so and then they copyright check right. anyone else who does footage of it like it's not even the company that owns the ip it's right yeah. this is yeah. actually but this is so so and in, in that case they and they repealed it like pat put it put it up you know put a case up and they actually like um overturned the decision which is nice yeah. that means that they're not that means that it was like an honest mistake there are actually people that do this like to make money there are people that do this to to get the ad revenue is they yeah. 
they film, they do these videos and try to like be first, right? And then mm-hmm. do claims on other people's stuff. And this, and they just hope that, you know, nobody's really going to check. You know, YouTube's not going to do their due diligence. They're not going to file right. a claim kind of thing. And then they end up getting this passive income. And um, mm-hmm. yeah, it's, it's, it's just shameful thing, but that's the kind of platform yeah. we're dealing with. with not YouTube. to mention yeah. that the, the appeal process for the, us is we have to explain why it's not copyrighted. And then if we counterclaim, they're like, LOL, no. And then mm-hmm. it's like, oh, well, they said no so it's like it's in they're very much it's always in their court so it's like they yeah. ca- we can't you can't defend against it like right. if they if they don't uh they can just be like yep yeah, no it actually does so too ray, bad like, ray or sucks. super ray says i still don't understand why rts games on saturn do not use the mouse um pat, implement, right? pat and i know for a fact uh based on somebody we talked to and we won't uh, I can't say any more than that. Just that uh, Peter Molyneux. Oh crap! Essentially, essentially they didn't have it. Now, a lot of the times, it was just that they didn't get the hardware in time, like by the deadline of releasing, or to be something like uh, like okay, Mist. Mist came out and it was Sunsoft and it was a very early release, but it was also Japanese developed and they had the hardware they could implement it. There were some there was some you know U.S. developed uh, games that shall remain nameless that didn't have mouse support that where the folks didn't have the hardware so they couldn't debug they couldn't they couldn't uh test it out you know so it's or kind they, of like a western issue that like yeah. Sega of america was just not having a an easy time of getting right uh the the, the hardware and the documentation mm-hmm. needed out mm-hmm. to all these other developers exactly exactly yeah um but yeah that's to, to to my understanding, that's pretty much what it comes down to. Also, shouts to Slowcoin or Double Dime, who's actually in Act Three of this game, Prisoner of Ice. That's pretty cool. Um, if I'm un- if I understand yes. correctly, he-, he commented. I think we, we were- he was talking about this game, but yeah. So, um, anything else on Prisoner of Ice, or we can move right along? Uh, Lee-, Lee Benson's one RTS means it means real time strategy. Real time strategy. Um, so games like Starcraft, right, or Command and Conquer. Those Command are real time strategy games. Yeah, Warcraft. Uh, that kind of stuff. Um, yeah. So yeah, good games too. I mean, like, mm-hmm. de- really good uh, ports, despite you know that big flaw, <laughs> you know, not having mouse support. <laughs> no and mouse. they did have mouse support on the PlayStation version, so that's another little you know salt in the wound. Um, yeah. Oh my gosh, this next news. So I literally just found out about not not about the documentary, but I literally just found out about this from Dan before we went live. And uh, this is I'm definitely. Sorry. I am so, so excited. We have a lot of views today, dude. Holy crap! Well, that's great. At forty-eight. Oh, Good. hey, hey, Brian, how's it going? Shouts to Brian who just Thanks showed up. I'm just trying to see. Brought the party with him. Hey, uh, so, so this is something that has been on my radar for a while. This group, um, mm-hmm. I don't know if it's a group or an individual that does the, the, this. Uh, <laughs> Memories of Kenji Eno. We saw the teaser trailer like a year ago. And um, uh, yeah, it was February. So okay, yeah, we're closing in on a year ago. Closing in on a year ago. It seems it just seems Nine like months. it's a really long time ago. Well, you know what? If uh, if it took them that long to do it, then I'm. I mean, I watched some of their previous work, it's and it's quality stuff. Yeah, it's like mm-hmm. when when uh, when Nick takes you know months to do like a Sega rally video, you know it's going to be good, right? <laughs> exactly. <laughs> right. And and Muy this bueno. these guys are right in the same vein, like incredibly cinematic, uh, thoughtful question, you know, thought, thoughtful points on the interview. You know, it's like they. I feel like they're really going to do. Uh, him justice you know and yeah. um should, should we show the trailer is that possible to, i mean no, i guess if we all just, just we do it we could do it right 
or, or will it. we get struck yeah, yeah. copyright struck or whatever uh, I, I don't think they're going to be that that dumb but you never know this is the internet. do it anyways it's fine you want me to move out of the way a little bit um you could just you, like crawl on your hands and knees dan away from the side. hold on a second hold on a second <laughs> just disappear dan, just, just like crawl dan, hold your on your desk and just get out of the scene oh didn't want to do that okay hold on a uh -oh. second I just got to grab Dan here and just move him over here. Sit him on my lap. Yeah. Okay. Kiss Dave's Hi, forehead, Dave. Dan. There That'd we go. Funny. There you go. Cuddle We're buddies. Feel yeah. So close to you. The shipping is real. <laughs> yeah. You guys aren't going to be able to hear this, though. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it's there's no talking. That's the thing. Okay. Uh, it's, it's just, right. it's just uh, a little bit of music, and you're just seeing the faces of a lot of the people that Art Chappelle uh, interviewed about Kenji Eno, Eno and um, and just kind of seeing the emotion on their faces yeah um, about yeah you can't reach Pat sorry uh, just yeah. kind of seeing them reflect on him as they're asking hey. them you know about his life well was that Kojima um, that was Kojima yeah, yeah. Kojima oh, my, is one yeah, of the people that like yep. yeah also what's with this filter on the video like is it me or does this filter look really not good it might just be for the teaser. It's just for the okay. teaser. It's okay. That's good. It, it looks like it's super washed out. It's like well, they're yeah. <laughs> it's like a vignette filter kind of thing, and they're and yeah. they're like focusing on like photographs and stuff like that. Okay, so that's fair. Do you guys want me to kind of take it from the beginning here in the Please. story? And yeah, go ahead. Tell us the story. Okay. So uh, a documentary on the life of legendary game designer Kenji Eno is set for a December release. Uh, according to the group that is producing it. That group is Archipel, mm -hmm. who said on social media, X, formerly Twitter, last week that the documentary um, that they've been working on all year is going to debut at its first physical exhibition, um, which they're calling Archipel Caravan, which is going to be in Shinjuku, Tokyo, December 15th through 17th. Uh, it's going to be at a place called the Institut Franco Papone, Tokyo. <laughs> Mm. must be run partially by uh, French speakers. <clears throat> I don't know how to pronounce the word for Japanese in French, so I apologize for that pronunciation. One of the languages I don't know, sorry. Um, but uh, for those who won't be in Japan at that time, the group said that the Eno documentary will be available online uh, this year. <clears throat> so I'm taking that to mean right after the show ends, because, uh, I mean, all that's left in the year is just a couple of weeks left in December mm -hmm. after that. So it'll, it'll probably be late December. We'll get it on YouTube. Archipel has done documentaries for eight years now uh, for free on their YouTube channel. Um, so this is just kind of what they do. And from what I understand, they are a group. I don't think it's just mm. a single person. I, I've seen okay. it describe itself as a group, but I didn't. I can't really find much more information about them specifically right. i wish I, I could i guess i could reach out and ask hey who are you but um, they but yeah, rather they do, than being like a personality they, they're they they put the content forward you know basically and they're not yeah as... yeah they do these documentaries on video game uh people people behind the video games who make right. them um which is cool right. uh so um in February, they did release a teaser trailer, which we watched uh, to mark the 10th anniversary since 
uh, Kenji Eno died of a heart attack mm. um, RIP. suddenly and sadly. Definitely. Yeah. Uh, the, the description on the video says that they've gathered testimonial, testimonials from Eno's friends, colleagues, and family mm. to commemorate this brilliant mind of Japan's game industry. Mm. Uh, now, uh, for those who don't realize or haven't heard or don't know or don't remember, Eno wrote and directed the memorable horror adventure games D and Enemy Zero on the Sega Saturn, not to mention D2 on the Dreamcast. And His Kaze, for the games pushed them so, oh yeah, I was Real Sound say, Kaze No Regret, yeah, on the Saturn he and also, Dreamcast. He also worked on uh, Real Sound Kaze No Regret, mm -hmm. um, which is a unique audio-only adventure game. I don't think it's Interesting. Uh, really horror-ish like right. Dean and Enemy Zero are. Yeah. Um, but I do point out in my story that Peter uh, wrote extensively about Kenji Eno and D mm -hmm. uh, in an article back in 2019, which I have linked in our story mm -hmm. on the website, or you can just do a search for that on your website. Just search for Kenji Eno. Mm -hmm. He also um, now, did... I just wanted to... Oh, go ahead. Hmm? Uh, he also I was going to say, I just wanted to add that uh, I'll, I'll let you talk in a sec, Dave. That's I'm cool. almost done with the story. Um, Archipel Caravan won't just be about the documentary. Um, it's going to be a celebration of Japan's pop culture centered around its creators, as okay. they say. Um, it's going to feature talks about video game luminaries like Shinji Mikami and Hideki Kamiya, mm -hmm. uh, who worked on like Resident Evil and Beautiful Joe and Bayonetta and all that. Sure. Uh, and it's blocked you on Twitter. Uh, he probably did, just for mentioning his name on the internet. Um, uh, they're going to have master classes with uh, manga and animation artists, and they're going to have live performances of musicians like Saori Kobayashi, who is one nice. of the composers of Panzer Dragoon Saga and Orta, and also Takanobu Mitsuyobi, who, of course, you can hear on soundtracks like Daytona USA and the Japanese version of Burning Rangers and Mitsuyoshi. Uh, lots of other things. Yeah, yeah. Mitsuyoshi. Okay. Um, which uh, which will, will probably be awesome if you could go. I don't know if they're going to put any of this stuff up on their YouTube channel, but I hope they do because it sounds like it would be a lot of fun. Mm -hmm. I certainly can't make it out to Shinjuku in the middle of December or ever. So, <laughs> um, you can get but for those who will pass. be in Tokyo uh, next month, you can purchase tickets, and we link that at the bottom of the story. So go mm -hmm. ahead, Dave. What are you going to say? Oh, no, I was just going to say that he... Uh... You know, he also worked on the Flopon games on the on the yes, 3DO, which, the 3DO I, which I, the PS1. I love those games. Mm -hmm. um, he also did uh, You, Me, and the Cubes on the Wii. I think it was on, on the Wii Shop or whatever. Um, okay. And then, and then I mean, the rest is history. It, well, uh, history. the rest didn't happen, but it would have. I I, I definitely hold yeah. Kenji Eno in the same regard as I do. You know. Um, uh, Kojima. Kojima. Yeah, I, I, I do like that. It's just he's a visionary. He's di he thinks different. He doesn't really like play to the gallery, kind of like you know, uh, like Bowie was saying. You know, he does. He always did his own thing, and he was always just like, mm -hmm. you want you want to censor me? Screw you. I'm I'm doing this. I'm putting this game out there, and I'm slipping it under the mat like without you without you being it. You know, he did that kind of stuff. You know, middle fingers mm -hmm. to the industry and all. You know, and just kind of insisting on doing things his way because he had a vision. You know. And um, Did he do something the same with composer or something for a Michael D? Nyman? Yeah, like cornered him and well, he, you know that whole story about uh, Michael Nyman donated a bunch of pianos to Japanese schools, and then there was uh, an earthquake and he had to come uh, service the pianos and make sure that they were okay. You know, after the earthquake, and mm -hmm. uh, while he was there, I guess <laughs> No caught wind of his, that he was there and and he was 
he invited him to his ho- hotel room and then for six hours he kind of like pestered him and and uh and like wouldn't let him leave the hotel room until he agreed <laughs> to do the to do the score and and michael Jeez. nyman was just like yeah sure okay i'll do it it just let me go back to my hotel room you know uh and it was <laughs> like that leave. <laughs> let me leave yeah no and he did it and he he kept uh he kept his word and and also you know when when it came to d like there were things that he wanted to leave in that they wanted to edit out and so mm-hmm. he, he basically signed off on the game he was like okay that's fine make those you know and then he he went on the plane to deliver an uncensored copy of the game <laughs> to the pressing plant Switch. he's like here you go press this <laughs> you know so, so that's wild i mean that's that he got for away, you, yeah. you know yeah i mean and he and that's the thing is he he had a really close relationship with ken kudaragi from sony mm. um which is funny even though they had like a huge falling out um that there was like did they not print enough copies of his of d on ps1 he was so mad about it he's like yeah screw you people the next game which was enemy zero is going to be exclusive to the sega saturn right he took offense he He took offense at it because it was like them saying in 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 without saying it it was them basically saying they didn't have faith in his game which ended up being like a huge hit you know and so he was Mm -hmm. like you guys didn't have faith in me and you showed it, you know, with the dollar signs, you know, not printing mm-hmm. my game. You and know? now so you don't like, get it for now. You don't get it on your console. But so even you. despite that, even despite that, I mean, and Sony had like there were, I, I want to say that the Yakuza was even involved at some point. <laughs> that that, so that Ken Kudaragi was like, you can't touch him. Like even though he did this and it, oh, like, wow. and he embarrassed Sony live you know by like turning the sony playstation logo into a saturn logo when Mm -hmm. he was supposed to be announcing the game for the place uh, announcing enemy zero for the playstation Mm -hmm. he turned it into Mm -hmm. a uh, almost like a revenge thing you know and um, despite that nobody was allowed to touch him because he was so are you saying that ken kutaragi had connections (laughs) to the yakuza i'm saying that it's alleged i'm saying that people have alleged i'm just saying i'm saying i'm saying that it's kutaragi that basically told everybody else like i'm friends with his dad (laughs) and like don't touch this kid he's kind of he he called off the dogs that is amazing (laughs) yeah yeah (laughs) i gotta give him credit ken kutaragi is like nah i'm good fam yeah, but well, I mean, it just shows to show how much respect, even though you know it kind of was threatening, the respect Cooter like, like uh, Kenji Ino had. Not to mention, you know, those crazy ideas like the was it the special collector's edition of D, where it's like he hand delivered it to you or whatever. Oh yeah, crazy. Exactly. <laughs> like he that was the uh, and it had so much in it. It was like a crate with uh, some like uh, B uh, B uh, what was it like? Uh, there was an out. There was an actual like outfit like a sexy piece of lingerie in the crate that you could put on i'm not even kidding there from like the virtual actress laura right right and it's made of like vinyl or like slick vinyl it looks uh, amazing yeah it's crazy insane yeah there's a lot it probably has to be the i think it's the most rarest collector's edition even more that's than right. the gun like the because like the elemental gilbert gun that's really like highly sought after and collectible right this one i have never even seen it in public once i saw that i at least saw the elemental elemental gearbolt gun once in person mm. i've never seen the the, the uh, d collection edition person right just in pictures <clears throat> right and it would so that yeah that's that is i think often uh listed as like the most rare or one of the most rare collector's editions 
It was crazy. crazy. And there's also that one from, was it Saints Row the Third, where they gave you like a boat and a car ride or something like that? There's like something insane, but this, I mean, ones that are actually like something cool, I guess. I don't know. Also, like he delivered it to you in person. Yeah. If you got it. So, I mean, I imagine you would have had him sign it too, you know, since he was there. He was like, no, no signatures. Yeah. <laughs> no signatures. Yeah. But yeah, no, I mean, he draws the line there. I always wonder, like, what what other great stuff he would have done, like if he if he just would have lived a little longer. I mean, with with all the technology being where it's at, and like the Switch, mm -hmm. and uh, well, I don't know, just new platforms. I I imagine that he he would have done some amazing things, but we'll never know. So you know, it would have been sick. Kenji Eno and uh, <laughs> Laura, and, uh, <laughs> and uh, was it uh, the guy that did uh, the uh, Kenji Eno, and then the guy that did. Uh, uh, all those horror mangas. I forgot what his name was. On top of my head, he does the. Oh yeah, what Ito? Ito, yeah. Oh okay. Junji Ito. Yeah. Junji Ito, yeah. Like a combination, a collaboration between those two. Oh my gosh, that would be the <laughs> horror game wild. of the century. So yeah. February, eh? I am definitely hyped for that. I cannot wait. I mean, uh, well, December. This well, next month. Oh okay, we're gonna get yeah. This documentary. Then what? What was the February about? February is oh, when the original teaser came out. Okay, right, right. Yeah, okay, February well, then, this year. Excellent. So this and the Sega Rally video are like the two documentaries I can't <laughs> wait for. <laughs> right? Yeah, that's yeah. going to be great. Well, cool. uh, uh, but when are we getting that Sega Rally uh, video from Pandemonium? Probably maybe soon. I mean, <laughs> he's just he's December joint too. It's just in the editing phase. I know everything's okay. done, done on it except for editing and. And and Nick did just move, so he just went through a big move, and that's obviously right. going to slow him. things down for sure. But but he did have a work. He did have a preview copy on his phone that he brought. That he we brought. never ended up watching it though. But he said he had it playable, so I assumed that it was at least like I think it was like the first sixteen minutes of it. Right. Which is kind of insane to say it's the first sixteen minutes of a film. So right. That's kind of crazy. But yeah, he's he's working on that one. He's working on the next one as well. I actually forgot what it was, but. Slowly but surely. Actually, he showed out. he showed that we were Pat and I were pretty busy on the show floor, and um, Nick showed somebody there, <laughs> some uh, a fan. Mm -hmm. You know, he showed someone there. He's like, "You're the first person to watch the first 15 minutes of the documentary," and I was like, "Hey, nice. man, I haven't even watched it yet." <laughs> <laughs> so there you go. Dang. Somebody somebody out there has watched it, has has seen it. If they went to PRGE, but yeah, so, amazing. Now, yeah. 16 minutes out of hopefully eight hours, Blues. Yeah, probably. <laughs> yeah. Well, no, wow. I mean, he only went four and a half hours on Virtual Cop because that's True. his favorite game. Yeah. Yep. I don't think Sega Rally is his favorite game, although I'm sure he has a healthy oh, he, respect for it. He loves it. Anyone should. He does. He does love it. And he, he beat me at it. Like, he's been playing it a lot, you can tell, for this. Because, mm -hmm. uh, yeah, he, he was, uh, we had a hotel match and it was, he beat me both times. So there you go. They played on my janky, my janky, uh, uh, was it my janky thing? Your janky or my thing? My janky satiator, because I, I had the Tell wrong version more. of it. Oh, yeah, okay. Yeah. Why that's... is your satiator janky? No, what uh, was that about? Because I actually put the Euro, I put a PAL copy on instead of the uh, US oh. copy. It was, okay. it was, it was like the copy of the game and the Tink and then the TV that we're playing it on, they, they all just didn't agree with each other. And so there was like... Mm. Uh, a big cutoff, and then oh. oh, and the game, yeah, the PAL version was playing too fast as well on you. But then when we loaded up, so then we, so then when we loaded up the official ver, you know, we loaded up the US version, and uh, mm -hmm. he was like, okay, Dave, I got to beat you on here too, you know, so you can't say that it was 
just the <laughs> because of the pal copy. Now he beat me on the US version too, so I need to I need to practice some more. That was on desert and forest. Um but anyway, yeah, so I am looking forward to both of those. Anything else uh anything else we want to talk about Saturn related? Hmm. Anything on the horizon? Uh do you do you want to go over the Saru story that I oh, yeah. hastily posted? Well, did you post that? Oh yeah, it's live. Wait, uh, yeah, it, it live. wasn't live when I okay, hold on a second. Hit the refresh button. Dude. Yeah, no, I'm gonna have to. I just refresh I just button. closed the browser. That sucks. Okay. Um let me just see here. Uh, yeah, and, and I have to uh, apologize to everyone. We we kind of discussed the Saru thing on the show last week, and I said, okay. well, maybe I'll do a roundup or something to discuss it, and I never did a roundup. Um, I did take vacation from my real job uh, this week, like Monday through Wednesday, and it's amazing just how much you can find to do on days you're supposed to have off. You know, like I had a dentist appointment one day. I was out voting another day. I Voting? You know, what is a this? voting? Yes, <laughs> we had a rather important election here in Ohio on Tuesday. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I was doing that. You need to do Saturn, um, son. Who needs to vote? Yeah, no, I d- wasn't doing Saturn stuff. I, I, I a buddy of mine, uh, uh, my best friend, um, sent me a. He gifted me a copy of a game on Steam called uh, uh, Was it uh, Galactic Rock Galactic? Something like that. I'm blanking on the name, but it's. You're dwarves, and you're kind of minecrafting through caves, but then you also shoot at bugs that attack you. It's pretty cool. Um, so I had to play that with him uh, last week or early this week, too, because uh, he gifted it to me, and he wanted to play with me. So Deep Rock Galactic, yes, thank you, Sir Leon. Um, cool game. Cool game. Uh, so, yeah, I was doing that and not writing stories for the website uh, and finished. I was actually working on this through story. All week, I thought I was going to put it out earlier, and I just didn't. So I just decided to just put it out there right before the show, just so it's out there and we can talk about it. Because, um, I mean, this exactly. is something that people uh, should know about if um, this really is a problem that's happening. Uh, so Saru's latest firmware mm-hmm. uh, may be breaking some cartridges. Ooh. Um, so an electrical engineer named Co the Ville on Twitter, uh, has been closely following the Saru project, and they said on social me on on Twitter last week that the uh, Saturn Flash cartridges latest firmware seems to be breaking some devices. Um, CEO said there are multiple reports of Saru users breaking their cartridges with the firmware update. Some sellers are using using different Flash ICs, causing the FPGA to brick. In another That's post, CEO said. Bueno. No, uh, not at all. And in another post, CEO said that certain sellers are using recycled memory in creating the cartridges they're selling, preventing the firmware from being updated via SD card. And I'll say right now that we can't uh, verify any of that's true. Um, I do mention a little later in the story that um, uh, Night of Dragon, our own Night of Dragon, did buy a couple of screw cartridges one of them is the cartridge in question that's potentially breaking things but he I, uh, he has not had a chance to test them yet so once he does i'm sure we'll get that information out to you um anyway the a seller named kkdiy co said is not a recommended vendor for saru um meanwhile non-stop uh 
P-X-I-A-O-W-E-I, I don't know how to pronounce that, has high-quality Saru cards on his AliExpress store. He's the recommended seller. Um, I do link both of these stores so people can check it out for themselves in our story on the website. So nonstop Xiaowei. Uh, Xiaowei's mm-hmm. store is called Retro Game Paradise Store. And as of the story's publication, uh, they're selling a naked Saru board with no uh, plastic shell around it for about 84 US dollars. And you can also get one with a shell for 100 US dollars. Mm-hmm. Meanwhile, the KKDIY Retro Game Store that supposedly has these uh, boards that are getting bricked by firmware, uh, they're selling a naked board for $179. So it's actually even more expensive as well. Um, I do have a, I did upload a video uh, and embedded in the story. I took it off of the uh, seller that CEO recommends, Retro Game Paradise. They've got this on their shop. Uh, just a video of the Saru in action. Somebody's yeah. booting it up and playing a game. <clears throat> um, so yeah, Night of Dragon did buy a, a Saru from both of these sellers. Um, and he wants to test them soon, um, but he is—he wants to verify first that he can back up and repair them in case they do get bricked. He doesn't want to spend all his money on something that's just going to sure. die as soon as he starts messing around yeah, with it. Yeah, probably not want to kill that. Yeah, understandable. Um, so a little background for anybody who is not sure what a Saru is. The Saru is a work-in-progress homebrew cartridge that aims to emulate the Saturn's CD block, allowing game images to boot from an SD card. It's also been planned to offer uh, one megabyte, four megabyte expanded RAM, uh, which sort of works as far as we know right now. Uh, I think the one megabyte RAM games are working, but the four megabyte are not for some reason. And it's also planned to have backup save memory, um, two things that are traditionally offered by separate official cartridges. Mm-hmm. The Saru project was revived uh, in February this year by TP Unix um, when they started updating the project's GitHub after it had been thought to be dead in the eight years since its inception. Since that GitHub is open for anyone to see, uh, the cartridge's design can be built and sold by anyone too. Mm-hmm. That's just what Chinese sellers have done on the AliExpress marketplace, despite the design as firmware being an unfinished work in progress. Impressions on the early wave of cartridges have been mixed, as Shiro community member Afi said in August, as I reported, I linked to that in the story, that's my August story, that there were graphical glitches and a lack of support for games that required the 4 megabyte expanded RAM cartridge, which is frustrating those who have taken a chance on the Saru. TP Unix seems intent on providing support and firmware updates for the Saru, despite none of the AliExpress sellers explicitly getting TP Unix's official seal of approval. That much is clear after TP Unix made a thread last month on the China China Emu message board, um, and he named the thread Saru Daily Firmware Update Sticky. Um, and there they respond to posters' questions about his work. Um, and just a couple weeks ago, they put out a firmware that added support for saving games to the Saru as if it were an official memory card. So they have added that backup memory mm. functionality to it as of right now. Um, I think that might be the firmware that is bricking, specifically, that is bricking the KKDIY uh, Saru's. Mm. So um, that's all I've got for now. Uh, I I wanted to kind of like get into a little more. I've wanted to talk to TP Unix, but it's... Hard to get a hold of them, right? Um, so since they speak yeah. Chinese, but also like they didn't respond when I reached out to them over Twitter. I think I tried once and they didn't respond. Um, I looked on GitHub; they have no way to like 
private message them mm -hmm. on GitHub. Uh, I guess I could sign up for this China Emu message board and try to use Google Translate or maybe uh, um, maybe I could find a Chinese native speaker to help yeah. me with the translation, try to ask them some questions. I don't know. I, I think that would be good. That would be cool to clear up some things because, I mean, I don't know exactly what TP Unix thinks about all of these boards being sold. I have heard through the grapevine that right. uh, they're working on a uh on a revision of the board that will be cheaper mm -hmm. and it's and new firmware will support that and it won't work on the boards that are currently being sold i don't know if any of that's true and that's why i would want to ask him that's uh, why but i mean i mean that's why a I lot of people oh go ahead that's why yeah. i haven't pulled the trigger on this either yeah you know i mean personally is because it's supposed to and 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 i would be interested to ask Knight if he knows anything about this as well, because we we were talking about this a while ago, you know, and I was expressing interest in fabricating some of these, but I don't want to be working on an old schematic when they're, they're he's gonna put a new FPGA on it. So that's what I'm wondering right. is, is like, are these still using that old FPGA, or do some people know I something I so. don't know? Yeah, so like if if it's still a moving target, I just don't see the point in investing in it you know um mm -hmm. but but yeah, then exactly. but then it's but then you also get the fomo thing where it's like everybody is rushing out and buying these and demoing them and stuff like that and you're like okay yeah. so are They're we cool. all go are we are we going on three or are we going <laughs> are we going on uh mm -hmm. three go you know so that's that's kind of where i'm at yeah no kind of it kind of is really tricky it's like we don't like we just really want to be good and that's why i don't really want to pull a trigger on it and like start reviewing it because if it's like oh hey these things just constantly changing it's like i don't know to get a reviewer on or tell people what to do so it's kind of a conflict thing you know because i think we talked about it before where it's like mm -hmm. we like to review it but it's like which one and what do we say about it and is the video going to be obsolete in a week right you know? like we, a week so it would be like over, here's yeah. this cool thing it's kind of neat it it kind of works oh it's kind of buggy yeah. but it's like you can't provide anybody any support or because it's like you've got one scenario of it you know like one but from one seller you know so yeah i mean i and again i i really appreciate night uh buying both and i'm still yeah. you know i still remain uh optimistic but i kind of want to see what he finds you know with both of those and then and, right Eyeing them up since uh, reading his. You you had something else to say. Sorry, Dan. I didn't mean to uh, interrupt you. But... No, that's okay. Um, yeah. I just wanted to say that I, I wanted to get this story out there at all. And so I've continued to hold on to it. Because I've been wanting to do a Saru, a Saru story for months now, like right. a proper one. And I don't even think this is a proper one, but it is at least standalone and gives mm -hmm. some background. Mm -hmm. um, just because there is a lot of excitement around the Saru, it is something different. Uh, it's has the potential to be an almost all-in-one cartridge mm -hmm. beyond anything that we already have. Um, uh, it just wouldn't have Netlink support, I guess. That might be hoping for too much. But um, RP, RP. Mm -hmm. Yeah, but uh, a lot of people are interested in this, and a lot of people have questions about it mm -hmm. uh, because there isn't a lot of great communication co coming out about it. Um, you know, there's not like an official source to go to. Like the most official source would be TP Unix, and TP Unix right. rarely publicly post anything about it you know like the most public presence is on this china emu board mm -hmm. and uh you know it's all in chinese and a lot of what they've said i, I try to say they i don't know the, the gender of tp unix um but a lot of what they've said is just kind of basic questions 
to people's very pointed questions. Mm -hmm. um, they don't seem to make a lot of like broad statements of what they're doing. They just they seem to make a firmware update and then put it out there, and then everybody uh, starts pulling it down and checking it out. Exactly. Um, so. So yeah, I think it's worth trying to get some information out there just to help people out and just let people know that there there is there are some things that we don't know about it, you know. Yeah. Um, all is know all we know is that we it. don't know nothing. Like also like, also bad news that Mel interview is gone. No, I tried to support while we were doing that. I could not find that Mel thing. So oh, the, the, the mention as heck, and I didn't record it either. So so uh, it's I want it. So I I feel like. I feel like I could talk about this pretty openly, like it, there, because again, mm. nothing could come of it, and um, it, it's it's here, it's neither here nor there. But like, I would love to make some Saru cards, you know. Um, mm -hmm. Full disclosure, like my wife works at a very good uh, firm in town that could totally do these and could do them very very well. I think mm. they they even have really good pricing. I mean, obviously, it's made in California. There's going to be a, a price to that, you know, because there's labor and stuff like that. But It'll I think, that, more, yeah. but Pat and I have been talked, we've talked about it. We think that it's something that, uh, you know, potentially Shiro could fund or we could get like a loan to do it. I know, you know, a, 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 I mean, they're going to be, I asked my wife, like, what, what would we need to make this happen? And they're like, it's like money <laughs> basically you know because they're just is not going like to work order yeah that that, i think that, i think well yeah. so 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 what meg told me is like honestly just have me do it and i was like what do you mean mm -hmm. she's like just uh, my my boss won't care just go in on the weekend and pound out several of them you know what i mean and just do it mm -hmm. on the side you know no big deal like it will so that's because she's like if you have if you have uh uh what is it expertise engineering do it like yeah there's gonna be a minimum order it's probably gonna be like ten thousand dollars or something like that you know it's not mm -hmm. it's not gonna be doable but she's like just i could just do it you know and 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 she looked at the schematic at least what was available you know she looked at the device itself and she's just like this is child's play you know B essentially mm -hmm. this is like mm -hmm. on the scale that it's on because she works on such a smaller scale she works on like really small uh medical devices and stuff that's like mm -hmm. high accuracy and stuff so this is just this is doable you know but the yeah. thing is, she's like, but are you giving, but that, you know, like, I'm not going to compete with AliExpress, you know, uh, if it, if it's just like a gold rush to kind of, you know, be the first to get out th these old, these older schematics, uh, that use a, an FPGA that's not very obtainable, at least over here. And it's mm. kind of pricey. She's like, but, it, but yeah, it, but if, if, if they do put out, a new revision with a more uh, with a cheaper and more you know uh, more economical and available FPGA then we're talking you know she's like you know cuz she's got she's got deals with DigiKey and Mouser and and even others uh, other more niche uh, providers that um it's doable you know and i think it's doable for a reasonable amount like she's like if if we're working on it together and we just kind of make you know, a handful of them over the weekend, it's like, you know, we could probably sell them, turn, you turn around and sell them for like a hundred bucks or less, you know, like that's just Which is about what they're going for on AliExpress. Right. But then you would have something that's, there'd be a little bit more oversight and it'd be a little bit more close mm -hmm. to home in terms of support and stuff like that, you know, but again, exactly. like, but we it's can't, not like you're going to lose it. 
So that's what I would love to do. That's what that's what I'd love to do is be able to make some for the community and have them be well made, you know. Um, mm-hmm. But but and and you know have some accountability. Uh, yeah, mm-hmm. Shiro branded. You read my mind. I mean, that's we'll kind call of the, we'll call the Sega Saru Shiro. I mean, seriously, <laughs> seriously, because I don't think that there's anything that Shiro couldn't do, you know, like if, if, if we really wanted to do it, but again, that's mm-hmm. been the reservation there for me personally is just, it's been like, okay, well, it's not, he doesn't, he's openly said he doesn't, is not interested in making money on this. He just wants to be an open source project, TP, T- Unix. TP Unix, right? I, I yeah. translated from the, from the notes from, uh, from basically, uh, the, the notes of the thing. It says, you know, I have no plans on making money or trying to go into business with this there was maybe a long time ago like eight years ago and that just fell apart and it was like at this point i'm just doing it as a hobby going to put it out and have it be open source yeah so like when people say i'm waiting for the official saru there may not there may never be like an official right saru right it's just going to be a github project that's out there Mm -hmm. in the open and anyone can build using it sure it could be a official saturn official uh, shiro saru yeah and that's that's kind of what i'm thinking but then again like i don't so if there's a bunch of problems with the existing verse so so first of all i mean i knight and i both looked at it we we were both looking at the parts list and we were like okay so these are kind of pricey um Mm -hmm. and and they're not that available right so and Mm -hmm. um they're not going to be that much more available for my wife either. Chip shortage or no chip shortage. It's just one of those mm-hmm. things where um, this new design might incorporate something that's a little bit more obtainable, you know, like that's newer, basically. And if it's newer, then that yep. means that there's a lot more of them around. But I mean, you know, I, I, I understand why uh, these Chinese companies are jumping on it, you know, because it's a flash in the pan like anything else. Like do it while you can, you know, and make the money. Mm-hmm. Just like the Saturn yeah, and cases. Be, yeah. you know? <laughs> and so I m- mentioned about getting the men order. What it could be was a thing that we hand make for like, you know, hey, we'll see if it sells. And then if it's something like, oh, hey, we did this five times and it sold out in like a minute each time. Right. We could do something where it's like we have enough money to put down a minimum order or take a loan out to make a minimum order. That's, we do that. That is true. Like you could. And, and that's kind of what I was thinking was like if it proves itself. Because Meg was like, you know, you're not going to get a loan to do this. Like, there's too much risk involved. And and they are looking for companies that either have investors or have money up front capital to spend, right? Yeah. So she's like, just have me do it. If we sell enough, then that goes into a pot, just like Pat's saying, that could potentially fund more, you know? But again, all of this is just... All of this is just speculative conversation if we don't actually have, <clears throat> like, a... a, 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 a a, a non-moving target you know what i mean so yeah. like that's that's really the thing and that, and and there is that like i said there's that fomo um involved because again like you said dan we may never like we may never get a a finalized schematic what what if he gets sick what if he stops working on it what if any number yeah. of things happen and this is it this is what we get and 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 mm-hmm. so everybody's been jumping on these uh jumping on these kind of like early sorrows because that might be the only sorrow i don't know one thing is for sure i mean at the same time the github's always going to be out there unless github dies and if github dies or the world has much bigger problems because there's so much (laughs) stuff like that's that's shutting down so many businesses like right right on the spot if github shuts down like that's literally 
maybe half the corporations, but luckily, as long as Microsoft doesn't shut down, we still got their Azure Yeah, we'll be okay. Friend. But uh, anyway, so I'm just saying, like, the, the GitHub will be out there. People will always be able to make these things <laughs> as long as the chips are still manufactured. Yeah, if anything, you know? I think that this will, at the very minimum, inform what what uh, another product you know what i mean like the fact that it's open yeah. source and that folks pretty much just steal bits and pieces of it and and like the fact the fact remains <sighs> that this is what the community wants an all-in-one one ring to rule them all kind of thing mm -hmm. but but double dime always makes a great point that so far with <laughs> odes you get with the satiator you sacrifice the ability to use mpeg games right and with this cart yeah. solution you sacrifice the ability to do net play so what do you care yeah. about more playing mpeg games or doing net play right um to be mm -hmm. fair though to be fair though, a lot of people would say that they would take the l on net play to have something to shove in the back of it that's affordable or shove in the top of the cartridge slot that's affordable like oh i think that's probably going to be the one that people do right because i mean you know i mean uh, if 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 abrasive pretty much has like a patent um and and, and nobody can really copy the the satiator we're really yeah, beholden to it. him we're really just beholden to that thing coming down in price but i don't know if it ever will since it's such a niche product you know yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah, it's manufactured in the United States. Exactly. So that makes the cost it, higher. Uh, yeah, the labor. Yeah, you just can't compete with AliExpress on these things. You can't compete. Well, when I say AliExpress, I just mean like random Chinese factories, you know? You just can't because we're playing mm -hmm. we're playing by different rules, you know, uh, mm -hmm. in, in terms of how we treat our workers and stuff, you know? But, but uh, you know, we, we would like to do that. Like I said, uh, once everything's finalized, finalized. Uh, we can circle back and see if it would be worth it to do it and yeah. see, like, like I said, more than likely we're going to do a test thing where it's like, okay, right. Dave and his wife, or I fly out and puts them together, whatever, mm -hmm. uh, somehow finalize like 10 or 20 of them. And it sells out, like sells out like immediately, like, like that. It's like, we can do something where it's like, we do that twice. Okay. That's proof that they're in demand. Mm -hmm. Do we have enough money so we can do minimum order and have them in stock and have them like at my house, at Dave's mm -hmm. house mm -hmm. and we send them out. But the biggest issue I think would be not like doing that, but like the support for it, because obviously, uh, there's something in the industry called PEPCAC. It stands for uh, it's a famous pep here. It's called problem exists between keyboard and chair. Right. Uh, it's yeah. a it's a joke where it's like a user user error. Right. It's a nice mm -hmm. way of saying so. There's a lot of pep issues with that. So I think right. we would get a lot of people that uh, don't know what they're doing and say, oh, it's not working. It's not working. I want my money back. Yeah. Like, Have you, you saw these things? You have to provide support. That that is true. That is true. I, I'm I'm well aware of that. And that's that's the other issue. That's that's one mm -hmm. more re that's all the more reason why I didn't want to get my wife who has very little time as it is. She's like I'm totally willing to humor you and and work on this, <laughs> but please don't put me on like a wild goose chase. So it's like if we're building this stuff that's like technically not going to be supported or it's going to be superseded, that's just asking for liability, right? Which is why I haven't wanted to put any kind of effort into the existing Saru which is hopefully uh, at least we assume it's going to be superseded and Knight makes a great mm -hmm. point such a missed opportunity that they didn't put usb dev cart support so like there's the usb cart the the coders cart or the dev cart uh um on cafe alpha's site or you know the the site where you can buy the the gamers cartridge you can buy the gamers yeah, cartridge exactly and i mean that's just 
all of these features, all of these amazing features should be built into this one card. And if you're going to put this kind of effort into it, that's why I'm saying that maybe the Saru gaining some traction and causing some, uh, I don't know, uh, just disruption in, in the scene or in the industry mm-hmm. might inform a better device, you know, cause someone might come along and say, okay, these are all the obvious things that we need to do with this thing in order to have this, in order to be able to shut the lid on this, because it's going to keep coming up if there are improvements that can be made, you know, um, mm-hmm. that's, that's the thing is I think if you're going to, if you're going to go to the trouble to make a, a, a cart in the first place, it should be able to do all that stuff. Um, yeah. because it, otherwise there's, it's not a, enough of a, there's not enough value there for me, considering that it uses the cartridge slot. Like I already feel like I'm taking a risk getting something and using it with that card slot. Yeah. Like I said, I, th- I think if we had something like a riser that I could just shove in there, that way we don't have to keep unplugging stuff from the actual cartridge. Like, yeah. like, so like, yeah. so like a cable that just like shoves in there. So it's like, okay, mm-hmm. we put that in there remove it, put in that link. And that way. It, it, right. Yeah. We're, we were totally going to uh, make those as an exclusive Shiro uh, product. Uh, can you make those at your, uh, your wife's Wait, shop? I, I missed that. I was reading, I was reading comments. What, what did you say? Oh, so that idea that we had last week where um, you have basically like a, a cartridge a connector that pops into the top of the, the Saturn, and there's a, a ribbon cable that comes off of it, and then there's another cartridge, you know, like input I on mean, the other end, and that's what you plug all your cartridges into. So you're just pulling them out of the end of that ribbon instead of stressing the yeah. Saturn and its pins itself. Yeah, I mean, technically that's doable. Uh, we would have to put something together. Go. I mean that that's technically doable. I want I want to um, I want to echo what Trekkie said because a few years ago this was an issue. This was kind of an issue. Um, the the whole MPEG lack of MPEG support, right? But I mean, yeah. if anybody's qualified to say that it's not as much of an issue anymore, it's Trekkies who has single like who has wrangled Cinepak and got just squeezed the most value out of Cinepak on the Saturn that they were mm-hmm. never able to do back in the day. So for folks who don't know, like if you play the Cinepak version of Lunar, you're not missing much between that and the MPEG version because I also can't tell the difference. He's got honest. the quality the quality is so far better than what we had like on the on the OEM releases. Um, so yeah, yeah no, that's Trek- a, a patch he's got out there, right? It's a on patch, exactly. You well, I think it's just now it's just de facto a part of that that version. Am I right? Please correct me if I'm wrong, Trekkies. But I think if you download the current the, yeah, dub, the dub patch of Lunar, you're going to get improved cinematics because, like I say, Trekkies is the king of Cinepak. I, I or I don't know the prince of Cinepak. And Cinepac, a video what, in general on the Saturn and and, and just tools and, and muxing and all that stuff. Yeah. Spent enough. Certainly, he spent enough time, so he should know. But yeah, so I feel so like years ago when we were talking about you know Satiator and oh my gosh, I wish it would just you know I wish it didn't take up the you know the VCD carport. That's just not that big of a deal anymore, unless of course folks really like watching vcds on their saturn okay there's a there's a use case okay where i could see you maybe mm-hmm. just wanted to geek out and watch fair, your though, vcd uh, i would understand if the issue was like oh hey i don't want to keep popping it in and out because of the fragility but right. to our knowledge the back port is barely used if not used at all on it and mm-hmm. it's pretty responsive so if you want to pop in and out i mean like i even popped in and out like the uh thing my satiator into the mm-hmm. the pluto so and that was fine. So it's like, I don't think there's a concern there with that. So if you wanted to 
get that for impact card stuff it's not that big of a deal. yeah i guess the issue then would be how do you play out of region you know movies or games or whatever that use the mpeg slot if you've got like a, a us saturn or something i mean you i know, suppose then, they would... you know you took yeah. your satiator out so now what od do you use mm-hmm. you know now you still got to install a fenrir or plug in a saru right. cartridge or whatever but I mean, the end game, as as great as Fenrir is and everything, and as great as the Saturn Switcher is, and everything, like at the, the end game is like people want to make as little modification to these consoles at, at, yeah. as and possible. They want to buy just one thing yeah. and then set it and forget it. Yeah, like we've been able to do with all the other consoles. You know, I mean, yeah. um, and and that's that's the that is the end game basically. So it's like whoever can, whoever can bring us that is going to make bank, you know, and they're going to basically set a standard, you know, but that standard hasn't been reached yet. Saru has the potential, but again, like Knight said, it's a missed opportunity that they didn't get build in def kit support because that's just, that would make it such an amazing device for, for developers as well, you know? Um, mm-hmm. So, so yeah, it's like every single device out there has its own compromises, you know, there, there hasn't been a single device that, that presents no, you know compromises and just perfect but that's kind of you know for me i agree with double dime net play is is important that's like a deal breaker to me like i i wanted to have net play and i don't really want to have to you know keep swapping in carts you know yeah it's just it's really like right now i have the netlink cart in and i just don't even want to touch it but every time i want to use my official backup cart which I haven't recently because of the satiator and sling is save game copier and rings having support for per game save and all that mm-hmm. great stuff, you know, like it really, I haven't had to use my official backup cart. Um, so yeah, I pretty Wait, much can, just can leave... the rings actually access the save on the satiator now. Yes. Yeah. So, oh, wow. so that's, that's what, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. The, the latest version of rings is pretty cool. Like Joe was selling me on it, uh, when when he was over and we were talking and yeah i know the per game save feature on rings i i wish they had it for just like the stock satiator but if you get rings you know um we were talking to that guy uh, at uh, prge who was trying to dump the bios what was his name again i feel so bad because he's I forgot, a, he, I forgot the same as well so, it so, uh, starts with an s and i forget um and i feel so sorry if he's watching this satiator at any point. dumper dude yeah, but no, he was, I guess, helped out with that whole like per game save thing um, with rings, stuff like that. That's so, cool. So then, yeah. so then when it saves, it saves directly to that file. Like when you yeah, save. like each game just has its own. I can't. It's it's above my pay grade to d- explain like how it like works. But yeah, e- exactly. Each game kind of just uh, has its own save that gets updated every time you launch the game and every so time. So each you... game, when you like boot up into it, it just like. It thinks that the the, the Saturn internal memory right. only has its one save file on it. Right, right. <laughs> Even though otherwise. it doesn't, yeah, and it writes it, yeah. it, it writes that, or it like takes the data off of, it swaps it from, and then it like writes it back to the SD card. I'm not exactly sure how it works from That's a technical cool, level. I, I'm not, I'm not updated to that now then. But um, Joe, Sega RPG fan, could explain it. <laughs> I, I just know that it's amazing and it works. You know. Um, yeah. But yeah, so, um, what else? 
I mean, I guess like I I need to go pick up a pizza soon. <laughs> yeah, it's it's about pizza time, so we could wrap it up. We, we've had I good had uh, discussion, though. I think. Yeah, so uh, pad thai time. There you go. Double dime, double dime did mention the fact that it takes the rings does take considerably longer to boot games, and that's kind of one of the reasons why I like the vanilla version of of uh, Satiator, even though it's kind of ugly. It's not mm-hmm. great, anything much to look at. It's just a menu, but I mean, it boots immediately, right? And I like that. Right. Also, um, for those who don't know, there is a action re- if you have an action replay cart, there is a patched firmware for the action replay that you can use to be able to execute the um, back out to menu thing on Satiator. You know, unfortunately, um, the it's that version of action replay though. You can't do pseudo with it. You can't. It can't be like a pseudo Saturn cart. It's like it's just a, an action replay cart. Where yeah. um, where it allows you to do that, where it allows you to do ABC start and go back out to the satiator menu instead of having to like, you know, reset the the satiator. Um, and I'm hoping that the he whole re- Saturn. I'm hoping, yeah, the whole Saturn. And I'm really hoping that Abrasive uh, addresses that soon because he said he was going to, you know, uh, make a patch for like pseudo Saturn carts. You know, so you could have the mm-hmm. completely updated pseudo Saturn cart, and it would have that ability to be able to back out to the menu but yeah well well that's about it I think that's we should probably show much Pat, could yeah. you do me a favor do you do you are you logged into patron patreon i'm always logged into patron okay i yeah again i didn't log I'm back in and i got logged always. out could you read off uh for us our our what is it our 10 and 20 uh dollar patreon supporters cool yeah we got a couple new ones today we had a new one. Oh, we nice. got the Brian Trusty became a supporter last Ooh, podcast, thanks, I think. Yeah, thank you, Brian. Appreciate it. Cool dude. Cool dude. All right, so let me get the get the names up. Get on top. Mm-mm-mm-mm. Get on top. Uh, I'm gonna be, thank uh, Murder of Crows, Brock the Archivist, Emerald Noah, Nova Johannes Fetz, Michael Sabah, Nate Lawrence, Sega Steve, Shadow Mask, All Caps, Blue Moon ninety five, Cerulean, Chris Piper. Chris 1997XX, Daniel Fredrickson, David Zangy, Derek aka A-Team, Fat Trunk Friend Otaku, Jim Clasher Rank, Justin, Momphis, uh, Normal Guy, Nutrageous, Robert Ramsey, Rowan Dinked, and uh, sorry, Stone Man, Tanuki Trev, Young May Sweet, and I keep forgetting it, and we actually had the room for the credits. I think I'll need to add it here for special. Uh, Malenko. So Malenko actually has been a support for a while. Yeah. So I want to uh, thank him for all the support and all the hard work he does. I'm gonna see yep. if we can. I'm gonna modify the credits on my end so that we can have his name in there for like either adding it in or just like a a thank you, like a special oh, support okay. thank you. Yeah, no, and send me a reminder too because I need to update the credits and put him in there too. Oh, yeah, and thanks again, Malenko. Shout out to Knight <laughs> of Dragon for being awesome. Thanks for the three dollars. Uh, thanks for the three dollars. Appreciate you, yeah, bro. We'll add, we'll add you to the edge of the credits, Malenko. You asked, he messaged me before the show asking about that, and I was like, yeah, sorry about that. We'll add you in. So he's in the Shiro so Insider though, right? He's in, yeah, sure. he's in there. Okay, good, good, good. Um, yeah, so, yeah, definitely. But we just need to thank him because he does too much for the community. As Absolutely. Like should, we the start, should we start? Should um, we start? This is another like production during the show kind of conversation. But should we? Are people interested in us starting like YouTube membership? Because I know that's another way. I know Bob does it for Retro RGB. It's another way that folks can support if they don't want to do Patreon. And um, I don't know if that's something that people want. Or if uh, yeah, my my thing is, what are we gonna do for the the commitment stuff? Like, what did we? We'd have to do something to make it worth it, like a 
Either like, a, I mean, I could do something like a game stream. Like, a, oh, is it? Some, is, it is that how it works? It's like you can't. Po well, I mean, it's the same kind of thing as like the Patreon, right? It's just another way if they're not members of Patreon. I don't know. Yeah. I get uh, fighters for Blue Moon 95, Blue Moon Codes and MPP. Thanks, Blue Moon. <laughs> I, I, it was just, I'm just thinking out loud. I, I, it's not something that we have to have, but I didn't know if it was something where people would prefer to support us that way rather than, you know, Patreon for whatever reason. Yeah. Like I said, let us know in the chat. Uh, let us know in either the general or this chat or in the sure insider what you guys want. We could do something like that, but we just let us know what you want. Like, uh, if we did a membership, what kind of content do you want? Did you want, like, uh, us doing exclusive, like, streams? Like, me doing a game stream, and I do it, like, regularly, like, every Saturday or something like that? Or, mm -hmm. like, a, a someday? Like, I'll, I mean, I can make a commitment for it if we do it, but... Like I said, just let me know what you guys want. Early videos, do you want me to make, like, a little shorts? Yeah. Speaking stuff. of patrons, speaking of patrons, <laughs> uh, Knight, Knight did say that he's pretty much ready to go for the, uh, for the netlinks, for the, for yeah, the all we need to do is have make a, like a page for that, like, yeah. honestly. And if, then if, have if our, it, yeah. Basically, we just need to know which of our patron members, which of our Patreon supporters are interested in picking one up at cost. I, yeah, um, I mean, we because, could put it on Patreon, just being yeah. like, hey. A roll call, or we'll, we'll like we'll generate a website that's like an unlisted, right? And we'll put it there to where you could buy it, like we did last time. So yeah, add it to. Yeah, I could I do that. Yeah, I can do that. And then like what like you, what you said, we'll just make a, a Patreon post first, you know? Because um, yeah. if we have any extra left, we could put it out to the public. But it's going to be yeah. patrons uh, supporters first that have first dibs. And again, these are the, for those who don't know. These are the net, the two cases of uh, old, new old stock Japanese net links or X bands that we picked up, along with the live modems that Knight uh, lovingly crafted and tested, mm -hmm. and I believe some net link patches that Moose Tracks made. Is yeah, that right? Moose Tracks yeah. made. So yeah. I mean, cool nice patches. little package. Again, it's gonna go out to the community at what it cost us. Um, I, we're not like doing this for profit, so we're gonna figure yeah. out exactly uh, what tabulate. Pat's gonna take some money on the side, and no, I'm gonna, I'm gonna take some off the top. You know, <laughs> skim a little bit off the top. You know, got a fun police for the Pat fun. But the, we the will figure fund. out. Oh no, card. Right, yeah, I don't know. Like uh, Double Down really wants a card to go in there, but like. I, I, I don't have time to figure out the fabrication of yeah, credit that's cards. A lot of, so, I mean, the patch is good enough to me. I, like The patch is it's a cool little thing. If you don't like it, uh, too bad. I'm joking. I mean, that's um, something that we probably could easily do after the fact. Like, uh, look into making them. And, I'd uh, be down. Like, a little like a gift thing we have. But, um, yes. Stranger oh, oh, yes. Cronole uh, uh, or Con makes a great point. We are not looking for people who are shelving these, okay? Like there is a there's actually an obligation you're signing up for that you are going to join our Netlink roster and that you're going to make yourself available for at least a <laughs> a couple matches. You know what I mean? So like this the whole point of this project was like, let's jump on this, let's put these out there for folks so that we can boost the numbers of the online community. Okay. So these mm -hmm. Even though as cool as these things are, they've all been opened anyway, okay? Knight opened them, you know, and tested them to make sure they're working. They're not going to go on your shelf as, as shelf candy, okay? I mean, you could put the box on your shelf, right? You know, but and and, and the, and the patch, pad, nift, pad nifty and the patch and whatever. But we want those carts in your Saturns hooked up with the modem and uh, 
and you to be online. Uh, and we'll so, give you as much support as you want. Go yes. type, it, type right. in the yeah, we chat do. or tennis support. Essentially, we we're do looking have for a virtual 20, on tournament yeah. going on right now with the Netlink community, so it is active. That would add that would add twenty new members to the league, the Netlink league, or whatever we're calling it. Um, so that would be phenomenal if we could do that. Uh, Cecil Harvey mm -hmm. asked, "At what level of Patreon support does one gain access to purchase it? Um, do we want to do the three dollar level or the one dollar level?" We didn't. We didn't say. As far as I was concerned, it was like I didn't figure that every every Just Patreon anybody. support. Yeah, anybody who's a Patreon supporter. Yeah. Um, yeah unless you want to put, unless you want to put a limit, uh, like a paywall to that. The point is. We were just going to give Patreons first dibs, but you have the caveat is you have to commit to joining the uh, the Netlink League and and actually being online and available for play. Yeah. These are not. The these are not the one thing we're worried are. about is that the uh, yeah the one thing I'm worried about though is that we had a lot of people with the magazine that just joined at the one dollar level, mm -hmm. bought it, then canceled yep. it. Yep, we did. So there's a lot of that. So so like, there is um, a, there was a lot of that, and I think that I think this has to be one of those things where it's existing patron patrons you know from uh we have to look back and, and go for with existing patrons like you've been a patreon uh subscriber for like a couple of months or something yeah right I there mean, might be a way to might be a way to do that like if you've been like even i think i'd like to do it if we do a way it's like you've been back here for because i don't want to lock out the people at the one dollar level that can't afford that right. to do that because i'd rather have them if they've been a dollar for like a year to be able to yeah do that. I mean, no we, if, they've we, been, if they've been supporting us for a while i think they again it's just a matter of dibs i don't think everybody who supports us on patreon is necessarily going to want to commit to this um but again, and, and <laughs> Trekkie's jokes, does wanting one to match my Japanese Saturn count as putting it on the shelf? I mean, I literally don't care as, as long as you're going to be uh, gaming online with it, right? Um, yeah, we'll, I, yeah. I, I think there should be a way, like, maybe maybe we'll do it where we'll put an announcement, like, for the $1 level being like, right. hey, or, like, maybe we'll just do, like, a like $1 level and say, hey, if you guys want the same thing there for sale, but uh, if you're at the $1 level and you've been backing for, I don't know, like, about three plus months or mm -hmm. four plus months, you can get access to it, too, sort of thing. So I mean, there's literally folks, like that. there are literally folks in our community who were too impatient to wait for us, and they just were like, damn it, I'm just going to go buy my own uh, X-Band, and they have, and they've joined the league that's the kind of dedication i'm looking for you know because yeah. we we need more numbers on in the online thing you know that's what we're really trying to do here um and yeah. we're just trying to make it as affordable for folks as possible somebody asked how much it costs uh, like how much did they cost pat we we, we sniped them online i live. forgot it was like 200 bucks I, I, I think it was like for, 200 for like bucks a pack of six or seven pack, yeah it was six i think that that's what it was right six or ten yeah, so night knows. Night knows. I have the receipts, but I think it was something. I think we were aiming for like the forty dollar to fifty dollar range. I think per. Yeah, that's a ball, that's a good ballpark. Fair. We're we don't want to lose money. Okay, we don't want to lose money and be out. But we do, we're, but we're not uh, upcharging anything. We're just basically passing our what whatever it costs us when we average it all out for the modems, the netlink or the X band carts. Um, and just shipping. So modems, expansion carts, and shipping all packed up and everything like that. Whatever it costs us, and we just do we divide it and get the average. That's what yeah. we're basically going to charge folks. But that's yeah. what we so need to figure we'll try out. To be fair. But we are we'll ready. To all I'm it. saying is we're we're at that point where we need to like get rid of these things and get them out to people. So yeah, because yeah. nights like nights like I can't believe it. Nights like get these things out of my living room for mm -hmm. God's sakes. I know his girlfriend's probably 
uh hates looking at it um yeah, yeah. so like i said we'll uh we'll like we'll get that hopefully we, maybe we can make a hard thing like maybe by next show we could get mm-hmm. something ready yeah and like maybe yeah. could we could, would be we be able to do it like commit to that like maybe... all right well we we've got to figure out the, the cost as long yeah. as, as if we can do that if we can figure out our what was our cost and average it out so i have a price yeah, I can get it up in a day. I like it. I can turn that into an actual listing on the site, like yeah. a private listing. Let me do. Let me do some meth, and I'll look in the. I'm just joking. Uh, yeah. Let me do some <laughs> of the math. I, I like every time I say do the math, I do math. But yeah, I'll, let me check the. I'll get the averages for the the complete cost for the entire mm. package. I have it on my my invoice thing. Yeah, I'll do that, and then we'll we'll figure what that is out. We'll divide that, and mm-hmm. we'll see how much the net link things were. Mm-hmm. And we'll get the sword out, but but I'm thinking forty to fifty if I had to take a guess. Yeah, and uh, Connor, he's got all the numbers. He's like, it was a box of ten that we won for hundred and fifty, but we did take kind of an L. The, the shipping was more, I think, than that. But uh, it was it was like it was like fifty, sixty dollars alone for the shipping okay. itself. So we'll figure we'll figure it out. But yeah, and then the line voltage inducers were like twelve dollars, something like that. Um, I I did that one via eBay. So and I had it sent to to night. So I will figure yeah. out how much that is. Yeah. So uh, that would be that would be a lot of fun to get new folks into the into the Netlink League. I apologize for all the folks yeah. who had to just go out and get their own in the meantime because they just got tired of waiting for us to. We, but we it, had a lot yeah, of projects. There were a lot of, yeah, there were a lot of things a lot of things going on. We didn't forget. <laughs> so um, yeah. Like I said, we'll, we'll get that up. We'll, we'll be we'll be able to, to buy it soon. I think the things I think what we're gonna do is uh, I'll try it. Like if you three dollars, we'll put it up for anyone that's three dollars and up. Mm-hmm. But if you want to like if you at the one dollar level and you and we see that you want to buy it and it's been a year, you can message us directly on like Patreon. Mm-hmm. We'll get your savings. If it's like a I think it's like three or five months backing at one dollar level, you get access to it, and then mm-hmm. whatever we have left, we'll like give it like a week or two, and then we'll put it up for public buying. Cool. I think that sounds um, fair enough to me. So, Techno Chris says, still going to need the modem slash line, uh, voltage injector. Uh, so, no. Uh, to Just to clarify, we bought a bunch of modems, and Knight made them live modems. We will be packing those in with the X-Bands. So, this will be a good-to-go pack, okay? All uh, you'll need is just a like PC. A, a PC. Yeah, if you don't have a Dream... If you have a Dream Pie, great, awesome. If you don't have a Dream Pie, just use the use a PC and the tunneling program. We'll get use you a set up. Netbook like this. There perhaps? you go. <laughs> exactly. It, it, like I said, we'll, we'll, there's so many people we could support. Like we will like we can baby you into getting it set up. So you don't have to worry about oh it seems too complicated. Like we will baby you to get this set up. So like to the point mm-hmm. where if you need us to if you need to screen share your your uh, your uh, modem setup or the your router setup so we could help you with that. Like ooh ooh I I second diehard. Uh, Trekkies asks, unrelated, what Christmas special should I do Cinepack disc for this year? And I, I second Die Hard. <laughs> but I don't know um, if you could fit that in Cinepack. Charlie I, know, Brown. I know what you want. I know what to do. Uh, do a that would be uh, two Always Sunny Philadelphia's Christmas special. Yeah. Like, that would be my present. Give me, my, give me Always Sunny Philadelphia. I watch that for every Christmas. Going on. It's only 26 <laughs> minutes, I think. Or about 26, 30 minutes for Always Sunny Christmas special. Mm-hmm. Do that one. Um, or you could just make me angry and do one of the uh, one of my least favorite Christmas specials, the Rudolph. Um, what's the other ones? The 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 claymation ones. I hate those. Oh, so. the Rinkin and Bass you ones. You hate? 
He, you hate, hate the Rankin and Bass, Bass ones? Oh man. How in the world? Right? Boring. He doesn't. Oh He's my just... gosh, they're, they're, they're heartfelt classics. You can't hate them. You, yeah. You, you have oh, no yeah. heart, like, Pat. Do you like falling asleep on the couch at Christmas Eve says otherwise? Oh, well, you just okay. drank too much punch. <laughs> you just drank. Oh, yeah, yeah <laughs> no, definitely that's it. It's not yeah. me. Oh, oh. Charlie, no, Charlie Brown's the worst. Sorry, Charlie Brown is the worst Christmas are you, special. Are you kidding me? Oh, I hate Charlie geez. Brown. So oh, my most hated Christmas special is Charlie Brown, all the Rankin Basses. Um, oh, and my th my the one I hate the most, I hate, hate, hate the most, is um uh, uh was it eight crazy nights but that's not that's a more hanukkah but right i just don't like adam sandler so oh, okay okay <laughs> okay Fair all enough. right and with that we <laughs> remind yeah. you that you must play your sega saturn saturn dave here dan thrax and train co all reminding you that you must play Thank your you. sega saturn we hope that Thanks you guys watching, have guys. a merry christmas no i'm merry just, christmas wait, we're getting ahead of ourselves here have a happy veterans day happy, happy, happy veterans day, day. cannot wait for that day. kenji eno documentary uh everybody be looking for that and uh yes, until next excellent. time peace see you guys